Welcome back, everyone. My name is Michael LeBlanc, Senior Advisor and Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Unity Wealth Management and uh, partner at LLC Private Wealth. Thanks for joining us again this week for the tactical update where we're going to cover off the month of May and just give you a summary of what's been going on, what we see coming up. And also, we're going to talk a bit about this uh, big tech rally uh, and how it's impacted the markets uh, for the month of uh, really the second quarter uh, and give you a little bit of insight on what we see there. Uh, as always, keep in mind, everything we talk about here is for information purposes only. Always do your own due diligence or reach out to a professional advisor. Always happy to uh, to chat, answer any questions you have about your own portfolio strategy and how we can, uh, we can help you going forward. So with that, let's jump into what's going on in the economy. Uh, we're looking for the employment numbers uh, coming out for May. Uh, also looking at the jobless claim numbers uh, later uh, Later in the end of the week, we're going to see the uh, manufacturing numbers and the weekly petroleum status uh, update. So really taking a look into those, uh, those inflationary numbers uh, around the employment issues. Uh, as we've talked about in the previous, uh, previous videos, the big issue we're facing now with uh, with inflation is the employment numbers. We we uh, we've inflation interest rates have gone up. Obviously, we've seen a lot of price uh, correction uh, to, to the downside and, and pushing down the, the overall inflationary numbers. But we still have that really low unemployment rate, which is tough for the economy to uh, to to really slow down or for the the central banks to ease the interest rate hikes. And fear that we will uh, we'll, we'll see inflation uh, rise up again. Um, we're kind of caught in between this. You know, everyone wants a, a soft landing on the recession, uh, but it's not really the best scenario, or certainly not the the most uh, painless scenario, in the sense that uh, if we have this soft landing, uh, unemployment numbers uh, stay low. Um, interest rates stay high, we kind of just chug along there for a while without being able to cut rates. Housing uh, market doesn't fall down as employment numbers support uh, continued buying. Whereas if we saw a, a harder landing where uh, we, we had a, a drop, a more drastic drop in uh, the employment numbers and the, the unemployment rate going up, uh, housing markets would correct. Uh, it, would be, it would be quick uh, or certainly faster. And, and possibly a V-shaped recovery, which I think what a lot of people are hoping for. But as we st stand right now, we haven't really seen those jobless numbers start to fall off. Uh, and we have seen a little bit of the payrolls fall off. So uh, people are, are, are making less, but job creation is still pretty high out there. Uh, stocks were pretty muted this week, uh, Thursday and Friday, uh, much better after the debt ceiling deal went through in the United States. Uh, so that's supporting uh, supporting the, the 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 overall markets out there. Uh, also, some better numbers out of China. Uh, a little bit hopeful that the U.S. interest rates won't rise as much. And in fact, the languages um, languages right now where we might not see there is priced in a, a quarter a quarter percent uh, in the next quarter, but um, we might not see one in the next couple of weeks anyway. Uh, as as we see the language coming out of the U.S. Fed uh, ease it off a little bit. As I mentioned, uh, the House and Senate uh, down in the United States uh, have voted for that uh, crucial debt ceiling bill, uh, you know, making uh, clear the way to prevent a default in the United States. Uh, on the currency front, we did see the U.S. dollar stall a little bit. Again, not a big surprise. We always kind of see this. Uh, that flight to safety. So when there's a, there was a lot of concern out there around the debt ceiling, around the markets, 
uh, people piling into the US dollar. Uh, as that eased off a little bit at the end of the week here, a uh, little bit uh, of pressure off the US dollar, and we're starting to see that cool down. We might even see that uh, continue to slide as we go into later June with, uh, with the interest rate outlook. If we don't see that hike, uh, they might uh, they might ease the dollar a little bit further, depending on what the language is going into July for the interest rate hikes moving forward. On the commodity front, uh, oil edged a little bit higher as the Chinese data pointed to expand in factory activity. Uh, you know, this is just ahead of the OPEC plus meeting coming up on the weekend. Uh, most of the analysts are uh, are taking the view that the cartel will hold off adjusting its production levels for now. You know, given given a little bit of uh, given a little strength to the to the price, um, as opposed to increasing increasing supply out there, pushing the uh, pushing the price down a little bit. We also saw base metals edge a little bit higher while gold faltered a little bit. There's there's actually a little bit of expectation that gold might show a little bit of weakness here in the next quarter. Uh, so keep an eye on that, and that's just on the debt ceiling and potentially uh, a little bit more strength coming into the markets. Uh, and, and dependent on those Fed rate hikes that we're seeing uh, coming, uh, or the language coming out of the U.S. Fed uh, over the next month or so. Uh, you know, something that uh, we've seen a lot of talk about is ESG or ethical, social, and governance investing. Um, I've, you know, we've always said we we've had a couple of videos specifically on this topic. Uh, one of the big concerns around ESG focused in your in people's portfolio is it is definitely a a title type of investment. When 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 the uh, when things are good, uh, people and and the economy really will flow money into ESG into green technologies, really push things forward. And we saw that in 2021 coming out of 2020. Uh, a lot of interest into the green tech. When we got into the tougher markets of 2022, though, uh, people started to back off. They, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the the idea of, of, of green technology and spending more for the green technology wasn't as important as it was to uh, protect returns or to uh, find the cheaper, uh, safer uh, bet when it comes to uh, growth in the market. And and we're actually seeing now inv investors. Uh, an investor-driven climate change push uh, that some of the world's largest uh, oil companies uh, has stalled out. Uh, Exxon and Chevron Shellfield have both struck down a raft of uh, proposals urging the companies to cut green uh, greenhouse gases and greenhouse emissions uh, derived from uh, burning fossil fuels. So these are the shareholders and the investors basically saying, we would rather just see growth and continue to see uh, stronger numbers than focus on the ESG uh, side of things. So um, not, not overly surprising uh, that we've seen a bit of slowdown in, in, in kind of the green investment or the green technology. Doesn't mean it's dead, doesn't mean it's not something to keep looking at in the portfolios, but it's always gonna be a challenge during tougher markets for, uh, for ESG to uh, really lead the performance, performance path. Uh, you have to, you know, if we look for more liquid times, uh, when money's free, more free flowing and there's more growth out in the markets, uh, that's when we really see uh, see those areas push. So with that, what's coming up ahead? Well, uh, we are looking at Carnival Cruises and they're expected to post a rise in the second quarter revenues, uh, hopefully in a rebound of, of people getting back on the cruise ships and, and doing more travel. We certainly have seen that in, on the uh, airline side of things, uh, but we're looking into those numbers to see you know how much uh, how much that is really 
playing into the, the recreational uh, tr uh, travel area. Cisco, Nike, uh, quit in Russia as a pace of Western firms leaving uh, speeds up. Uh, of course, we saw a lot, of, a lot of this over the last couple of years uh, with, uh, with the war going on there. Uh, but Cisco and Nike plan to fully, fully exit Russia. Uh, the two firms uh, told uh, told news uh, news outlets uh, as more and more Western firms are departing, um, just just distance themselves from the political nightmare that's over there, and we're, we'll definitely see that trend continue. Uh, U.S. Uh, weighs uh, is weighing in on lifting summer smog rules uh, to try to lower the gasoline prices down there. So, uh, so obviously, we're the the elections heating up in in the United States, and, and both parties are looking for ways to win favor with people and, and one of the big uh, one of the big uh, things that overhangs uh, the US economy especially in the inflationary time is, is price of gas uh, so they'll they're looking at uh, lifting the EPA rules as far as smog goes uh, and allowing for the gasoline prices to drop a little bit in the United States oh sorry about that uh, we're also seeing uh, Accenture's uh, tempers the 2022 profits so Accenture uh, portfolio in the portfolios um, Basically, it's a stronger dollar. It's affecting uh, their overseas sales. Obviously, translating back to the U.S. dollar affects their uh, overall earnings. So they're tempering back a little bit of their 22 uh, forecast and the 2022 fiscal forecast uh, based on that. Uh, the U.S. is also banning sales of Juul e-cigarettes uh, as the company uh, is, is trying to seek a stay against that. But uh, sales of Juul e-cigarettes have been blocked in the U.S. by the Food and Drug Administration. Which is a major blow, uh, you know. Jewel being one of the leaders of uh, of the vaping craze, especially among teenagers down in the United States, um, so that's uh, you know going to have a huge impact on that company. Uh, we're also seeing Rogers and Shaw's M and A that's currently hinging on the Shaw Mobile sale. Uh, so far, it looks like everything's going to move through. We're seeing uh, here in Vancouver traffic being installed as they take down the Shaw communication signs off the buildings to replace them with Rogers. So things look like it's going to move through with the $20 billion acquisition uh, after the sale of Shaw Mobile. Uh, Canadian uh, May factory sales uh, most likely will be down uh, according to StatsCan's estimates. Uh, seeing about a 2.5% drop from May to April, uh, largely by lower sales uh, in motor vehicles and primary metal industries. Uh, and this is just the hangover of, of the higher, uh, higher cost out there, people cutting back more, especially when it comes to bigger tickets and financed items. Obviously, uh, the higher interest rates are, are impacting things. Uh, it was only a year, year and a half ago, you could buy a car at almost 0%. And, and today I see the, you know, see the ads out there for 7% plus uh, to finance a vehicle. So that makes a big impact on people's buying power. The affordability uh, for Canadian home uh, building base must be doubled by 2030. So this is, uh, so this is looking at the, the lack of inventory in the Canadian housing space, uh, Canada's homes, uh, number of new homes being built have dramatically dropped, and it's really around the cost of uh, the cost of building right now. I've talked to a lot of developers. Uh, land prices are coming down for developments, uh, but it's really caused the cost of labor and the cost of materials have really put the pinch on them to be able to um, make uh, make the deal happen or be able to to, to make some money while building. So uh, there's going to be a lot of pressure on the Canadian government to increase the number of uh, new builds over the uh, over the next four or five years uh, to meet not just current demand, but future demand. Uh, 
U.S. labor markets still remain tight. We talked about it's a big problem uh, around the inflation numbers. We're seeing the number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment edge down uh, last week as we see unemployment numbers staying really low, uh, both in the U.S. and Canada, and, and that's uh, the, the big challenge we're facing right now. So let's talk about what's happening in the, uh, the tech market. Uh, we've seen the, a big turnaround uh, so far, especially in the second quarter here, but for, for this year, um, you know, can this continue? Uh, and if you're looking at your portfolio uh, and, and saying, you know, hey, I'm seeing some great growth numbers, especially if you're looking at the U.S. numbers, a couple of things to keep in mind. The first is that, um, you know, the, the top five contributors to S&P's performance this year so far have been tech companies. So the big ones, Meta, NVIDIA, Amazon, Apple, and Microsoft. Uh, in, in fact, they account for about 118% of this year-to-date uh, performance from S&P uh, S&P 500, uh, and they were the biggest laggers last year. We saw tech really get hit hard in in 2022. So a bit of a turnaround. We do have uh, we do have Microsoft and Apple in the portfolios. Uh, they're doing quite well. A lot of this is driven around AI. Uh, a lot of the, the hype and, and 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 money flowing into the AI uh, area. In fact, in June we're going to do a focus video on AI, just to talk about uh, what's happening there. What the investments look like, and really, what's the what's the real potential we're, we're seeing at we're seeing out of that? Something to keep in mind, though, as I mentioned, you know, we're seeing that that being driven by tech. But if your portfolio is not really tech heavy, it is you know it is a more volatile sector. Uh, eight of the eleven different sectors in S and P in the U.S. are down year to date, so you might not be seeing as as high performance in your portfolios because of that lack of weight in tech. Uh, tough to overweight that much tech, especially if, if you're uh, lighter on the risk side of things. Um, you don't want to be overweight because when it, it turns dramatically, like we saw last year, uh, we saw those those names down 30 to 50 percent, uh, depending on the names that you're in. Also, in the portfolios uh, or in your portfolio, we always try to recommend you know look for look for different avenues, uh, more uh, value oriented avenues into uh, into a theme like uh, like AI. Uh, we talked briefly last week's video, uh, NVIDIA, obviously the chip manufacturer NVIDIA, uh, which a lot of their growth has been driven by, you know, AI equipment, the equipment needed to run AI uh, using their technology. Uh, Taiwan Semiconductors, of course, build those chips for NVIDIA. Um, a little bit better value than NVIDIA, hasn't seen as much growth, but should continue to do quite well. And then, of course, in the portfolio as well, uh, we do have Celestica, which has been doing amazing in the portfolio. Uh, as it takes advantage of the board building for for that technology as well. Uh, Microsoft, you know, one of the biggest investors into chat GPT, the uh, kind of the leading AI in there. Uh, Meta uh, implements in different AI technology, same as Amazon and, and Apple, uh, also big players in there. I'd also say uh, they were the top five as far as performers uh, this year so far, but Alphabet, Google's uh, parent companies also jumping into that ring uh, later later than the others, but obviously going forward, uh, trying to take advantage of uh, trying to take advantage of that theme. So that's what's been driving those those tech markets. Um, Going to continue the big question that we had there. Uh, obviously, that that theme is is still playing out. Uh, a lot of people are trying to figure out how it is actually going to be used because there's been a lot of starts and a lot of fails on on, on that front. So. Um, you know, keep that in mind uh, when you're uh, when you're uh, when you're looking at investing. 
uh, whenever you look at thematic investing, whenever you're looking at that, you know, that core theme uh, behind things, you know, whether it's cryptocurrency, uh, AI investing, we saw cannabis markets several years ago uh, being, you know, driven by that, you know, hype out of the gate. Uh, be cautious. That's why we look at those different companies that are, are benefiting from that growth, but not directly tied to that growth. Um, because as quickly as it can rise, it quickly come, you know, pull back. We've seen that in cryptocurrency as well. Really tough 2022 after a, a massive run in 2021. Uh, so be cautious on that. Uh, always look for value. In, and as we've always said, if you look at my crypto videos, if you look at uh, the cannabis videos, any thematic investing, know what you're buying and why you're buying it, right? So if you're buying Microsoft because you want exposure to AI, you want to know exactly how that exposure uh, is playing out and, and, and why you're buying it. What's, what's that going to bring to them as far as revenue flow or, or revenue growth um, and at what cost? So just fully understand what you're buying and why you're buying it uh, if you're going on the theme of, uh, of AI in this case or, or, or any market. Just make sure you fully understand that. That's a, that's a big part of that. So with that, that's all I got for you for wrapping up May. Uh, as always, reach out to us. Go to MikeOnMoney.com. Always happy to answer any of your questions. Uh, love to hear feedback. Uh, any ideas you have for topics. This is a June's topic. We're going to be talking about AI. Um, uh, I put an article uh, into our monthly uh, email, which you should be receiving with this video. Or uh, if you're watching this on the replay, go to our website. Uh, you'll be able to find it there, uh, micromoney.com or llcprivatewealth.ca. Uh, it's a great article on, on kind of AI, uh, AI in general and all the different companies uh, that are looking at it and how they're implementing it. Uh, and, uh, and, and I look forward to, we're going to do a live video, as I mentioned in June, on AI. Uh, not only how companies are using it, but how people are using it and, and how that might impact your investing life and maybe, maybe your personal life. But with that, thanks. Have a great, uh, great weekend uh, and a great start to June. Talk to you soon. Thank you.